So, uh, so on the the show this week, they were talking about, and I haven't had a chance to listen today. Uh, they were talking about who would you be more scared of to see get out of a car, like what what with their appearance or a weapon, and who who did you guys say that you would be most afraid of, Allie? So I visually, I would say somebody with a teardrop tattoo because. <laughs> That means someone has seen some shit and done some shit. So you don't like, like, you don't think that's like a fashionable thing. Everybody's got face tattoos now, though. No, but it doesn't like the teardrop. That's one of the like predominant means is that you've murdered somebody. Right. But like, but, <laughs> like that's terrifying. But I feel like I, f- I feel like it's like almost like a fashion statement now more than more than a, like an actual sign that you've murdered somebody in prison. Is it the Post Malone? Yeah, it's like Takashi yeah. Six Nine, Post Malone, Machine Gun Kelly type, you know shit. I would just think if somebody got out of a car with a, a face tattoo, I would just think they're a SoundCloud rapper. Like that, w- I wouldn't immediately be afraid. I would just think that they're trying to blow up on Twitter, you know. So does Slim have a, a teardrop tattoo? He needs one. <laughs> he absolutely needs one. Uh, so uh what what else what else have we got what else would y'all be afraid of getting out of a car so i'm gonna go down with the guy with the matchstick in his mouth mostly because <laughs> matchsticks you don't find them you have to like seek out having a matchstick like a toothpick <laughs> you can get it like any diamond thing. but a matchstick like you've like made a conscious effort to like i'm gonna chew on this piece of wood and right. so i just think like you're not all there once you once you got that going on and you know you're ready to uh you're ready for whatever may come that's a, a matchstick is that something that people actually chewed at one point most definitely i i think definitely was i mean it probably wasn't as popular as the toothpick like i said but i feel like yeah there was a definitely a time you know like jim rockford might have had one or or the guy who like was predates the lighter with, i yeah, guess is what yeah. people just carried around yeah especially when we started you could light a match off of like anything, like any piece of like stone you could, you know, you didn't need specifically to scratch on the matchbook yeah. to get to get it to light. So I feel like uh I think I it, like, that like, was one. As far as chewing, like getting out of a car and and chewing things, I think a piece of hay. I think if uh if a dude got out of a pickup truck with a piece of hay in his mouth. Well, you allergic? And- <laughs> Yes, because I have a gluten allergy. Uh, I, would, season. I would be afraid. Yeah, I'd be afraid my eyes were going to turn red and, and water. Uh, mm-hmm. I would just like I would assume, OK, this is a good old boy farmhand, probably. And he's about to uh, kick my ass. He is about to manhandle the shit out of me. Like, that's what right. I would be afraid of visually. Is he wearing a hay baler? Yes. Tie you up. <laughs> is is he wearing overalls with no shirt? Ooh. Yeah, I mean, he could be. I I would be more afraid of like the tight jeans with the shit kickers on and a good size belt buckle and a flannel shirt buttoned like one button too low. You know what I mean? Now I just sound like I'm describing a fantasy. I wasn't <laughs> listening. Good. This is getting sexy. <laughs> John, so you wouldn't be scared. You would yeah, be, uh, I, I would. I would be exhilarated. Yeah, I would yeah. be terrified and also uh, needing a pillow to cover my lap. Apparently, uh, John, what about you? I'm. I'm going to go with Ali. Um, not necessarily the teardrop, although yeah, that that would frighten me. Uh, anything neck tattoo, like somebody who has neck tattoos, 
I'm like, I want no part of this guy because the fact is, from what I've heard, uh, the neck tattoos hurt a lot. Yeah. So that guy was willing to put himself through all that pain. Right. Um, no, I, I want I want nothing to do with that guy. Yeah, yeah you, you take one look at that dude and you're like, he does not work in an office setting. Holy that's, shit. No, that's right. You can't he's cover he's that up every day with a <laughs> Turtleneck season all yeah. year round. Hell yeah. He's as, wearing dickies 24-7. As far as weapons go, as far as weapons go, so I used to, because, ah, this is this sounds terrible, um, I used to keep a hammer with me because I would get into altercations from time to time and uh it was a good like instead of a knife i don't i'm not trying to cut anybody's internal organs but also if somebody steps to me i also don't want to get my ass kicked uh and there's always a dude out there that can whoop your ass no matter uh how big and tough you think you are so i would always keep a hammer on me um just like a you know just a carpenter's hammer um but like the slightly extended kind so i could get better reach and shit um and i threatened you know, uh, what's the statute of limitation? Yes. Okay. So I used it to threaten a few people, uh, back in my younger days, but I never, never used it on anyone. Uh, what would be the scariest thing, um, to see somebody come at you with out of a, when they're getting out of a vehicle? Well, before we get to that, I, I just wanted a follow up question on that hammer thing. Uh-huh. Was that hammer? So, uh, which side were you more prone to use? The hammer side or the claw side? Uh, the hammer side. I, again, again. So a like, gentle, a gentle. Beating. Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't want to like. Not that the that more humane do- way to do it. Exactly. Exactly. Very like, nice of you. You know, my my dad taught me growing up. He said if you ever need to cut somebody, he said he showed me how to hold the knife, and he said you know leave about this much exposed. He goes and you just want somebody to see their own blood. You're not trying to kill somebody. You're not trying to you know. Uh, uh, you know, do any permanent damage, he said. But when a son of a bitch sees their own blood, they'll calm down. He's, he, mm-hmm. you know, that was that was kind of the the lesson early on. So that was kind of my my thinking with it. Um, I've and been you know, stabbed before uh, with a, a glass bottle. Um, I got Ooh. stabbed in the arm. I got jumped by three guys. Um, took a beer bottle over the head. Um, that sucked real bad. Um, Is that why you're bald? Yes, that's why I'm bald. Yep the the moment uh, I got hit with the beer bottle, all my hair fell off. It but was like made his hair it was off. like a cartoon. My head uh, vibrated so hard, all my hair follicles came out. <laughs> Doesn't look so bad in the movies. Do what? Doesn't look so bad in the movies. Oh, I, oh, the, I thought okay. <laughs> But you were talking about having your hair fall out. I was very confused. No, that looks terrible. Yeah, that does. It does. Um, yeah, it uh, it doesn't hurt if the bottle gives way. And this bottle shattered, but I can still like when I think back on it, I still can recall the feeling, the kind of shudder down my body that it delivered. And it was like that scene in Saving Private Ryan at the beginning where the grenade goes off in the dude's ear and it's just that high-pitched noise. It was like that for me for about 10 minutes. I could not hear anything. I was like seeing people talk to me, but I couldn't couldn't make out what they were saying and I just had that ringing in my ears for a good 10 minutes. Um, so that was scary shit and I had blood pour. It looked crazy as hell. Like I wish there were pictures of it, uh, to this day because like I had blood running all down my face and my beard and like had glass all in my beard and stuff. It looked cool as hell. Uh, but it hurt. (laughs) I was getting my ass kicked, so it was not fun. Uh, okay. Weapons. 
who's got one? What would be the scariest thing? Like you, you take a look at somebody getting out of the car and you go, holy fucking shit. See, I'm with Amin on this one in that somebody carrying a knife, but even worse, a katana sword. <laughs> that would be the most terrifying thing I think I'd ever see. I've seen someone at a gym before holding one of those and like pacing back and forth. And people who who hold katana swords, you know, they're down for something. <laughs> they mean true. business. They're heavily trained. They know how to use it. Absolutely terrifying. I want okay. Are they really? So... I don't know if this is where you were going with that, John, but uh, so there is a there, there's a I think there's a subreddit called Mall Ninja shit uh, where it's like people that like have a penchant to buy these swords and like these these crazy looking, particularly like Japanese or Asian weapons. And like if I like the person would also have to match the katana for me. If I see somebody get out and it looks like that they bought it from a, a store that's been open for a month, you know, at the dying mall across town, then I'm not going to necessarily be scared. If a motherfucker gets out of a Toyota Camry with a machete, I'm I am I'm going to run. A machete is what would put the fear of God in me personally. I bought a switchblade in Myrtle Beach. Uh, <laughs> of course. Does that count? Did. Was the yes, comb kind? Yeah. Was, was the was the one with the comb on it? So you could uh, see your beard. No, but I ha I have one of those too. I haven't needed it for years though. Does That's... it say "Dirty Myrtle" on it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Buying a switchblade. The only thing more Myrtle Beach than that would be just buying fireworks. Or what if the switchblade said Atlantic Bike Week on it? Yes, or like a, a hermit crab, a pet hermit crab with a pot leaf painted on its shell. Like I think that would be the most Myrtle Beach purchase ever. What but about salt, saltwater taffy? Saltwater? I don't. I know there's some saltwater taffy places, but I think you got to go a little trashier than than just you know candy. It's got to be you, you got to wear your straw cowboy hat uh with some puka shells on it um you need a lower back henna tattoo um some beads uh pet hermit crab you gotta play putt putt you gotta go do golf cart and uh some gotta... type of like transmittable disease you're leaving with as well oh, oh absolutely i mean Probably the, like hepatitis or something they they welcome <laughs> you to the city limits by giving you a venereal disease like that's that's your welcome uh gift you know um God, I love Myrtle Can't Beach wait to so visit. much. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, everybody listening out there, uh, always go to Myrtle Beach when you can. It's fan. It's it's, it's a wonderful time. All right, uh, next topic. Aunt, what you got? Oh, I was just gonna. I was gonna go way off the board with something. Oh yeah, weapons. Crazy, I'm sorry. I'm but, sorry. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. So, has anyone in here ever broken an umbrella? And now you have a handle with this really, really jagged edge. <laughs> that you could very easily stab into someone. Ants and... like the fucking penguin up here. <laughs> I've never. I always I've... look at that. I'm always like, so I used to keep one in my car because I had broken an umbrella, and I'm like, I'm gonna keep this because, like, I just feel like now you would maim them. Right, pardon my right. language. Bleep, bleep that out. But like, I feel like the end of like of an umbrella can do just such damage because it's small enough that you could like easily dispose of it and yet it would just you know 
go deep into their gut or their arm or their side or whatever and they would just be you know hell yeah you could you could also have it trouble. compacted and then when you push the button it shoots out just into them, they, stabs them yeah. so they, don't know, cool. they don't know how far the reach is that genuinely is some penguin shit like that's what he was all about with his, uh, <laughs> i always wanted one that that shot a blade out of the the tip of it you know like you press a button on the handle my dad uh he's an older dude he's in his early 70s he's got a cane uh, that doesn't look like anything except it's got a uh, cattle prod on the end of it. So he hits a button on the handle and he can, I think it's like 10,000 volts or something, some crazy Damn. number, some wild shit. Um, yeah, he's got a couple of those. And then like growing up, we had this like walking stick. It was like a hiking stick um, that he made when he was uh, a young man. And at the top, uh, you pulled off the handle it all looked like one piece of wood but there was a knife hidden in the top of it um so of course there was yeah, yeah. Will, he was an eagle your... scout <laughs> he was not no i don't think he was ever in scouts well can you do that motion again no i'm not gonna pretend to jerk off above my head <laughs> like i realized i was doing you son of a bitch okay you need to shake weight uh, yeah, exactly donald trump was. shake weight oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what, Aunt, you had a couple of topics before we got rolling. What did you have? Yeah, so I wanted to talk about, Billy was talking about foods that need to get over themselves. <laughs> and he offered up avocado. Um, I wanted to throw out sweet potato. Oh, I feel God like there was it, like a Aunt, time where no. like sweet potatoes were like, you've got to make fries and you've got to make waffle fries. You've got to make a gratin. And you've like, it was just like everyone, every like chef had to use it to show they were like healthier sure. by giving you sweet potatoes and it's not necessarily that much healthier than a regular potato. well it's it's healthier uh, until you add all the butter sugar yeah, exactly. heavy cream like all the all the good shit you know yeah like my mom for thanksgiving makes um them and you end up covering them with marshmallows and you use like a flame you like torch them and they <laughs> yeah, love dessert. it They're like you don't <laughs> love it dessert. you love the marshmallows you don't love the sweet potatoes so I love for a while, I think a week straight, I ate a baked sweet potato for dinner every night. Um, it was just absolutely fantastic. And that's not a bad, like that, that will fill your ass up, um, in, in a, in a, with a quickness. Um, I love sweet potatoes. I get what you're saying though. So like the idea here is like foods that have trended way too hard, right? Where like they, they get overexposure. Suddenly everybody's yeah. got a product making them. Um, yeah, I get that with avocado, but I love sweet potatoes and avocados. My, my friend Sean has a whole rant about sweet potatoes because to him, French fries are perfect. So the fact that they decided to make an inferior version to him means that he hates everything sweet potato. He hates sweet potato fries. He thinks What's French his fries name? Are... What did you say his name was? His name is Sean. All right. Sean's a dipshit. Let's just put mm -hmm. it out there. Tell him, tell him to listen to this. Send him this. Yeah, clip. get over yourself, Sean. Yeah, Sean. Sweet potatoes are great. Especially I hope, I hope they make a sweet potato version of Sean. You and the potatoes. Sweet yeah. potato poutine. Mm. Oh my God, mm -hmm. that sounds incredible. See, to mm -hmm. me, I like I love sweet potatoes so much that take anything that a regular potato, you know, you can you can make uh, and and use a sweet potato version of it. Like I'm all for it. Tater tots. Have y'all ever had sweet potato tater tots? Oh sweet potato tots. God, sweet sweet potato tots. Yes, <laughs> that, uh, that, was, that was a good combination there, Schweitz. Well done. Um, so avocado, uh, 
sweet potato and you you had those two what else what what, what could we add to this list because I'm, I'm not i mean this is your opinion i, I can't you know I, I love these foods but i'm not going to disagree with you so what what other john what do you got so my my thing is brussels sprouts they weren't good to begin with they had this renaissance where every pub belly place had Brussels sprouts, and oh, okay. then anybody that talks to you talks about how great they are because they're they're um, like sautéed in in you know uh, bacon and onions, and of course you can sauté a turd in bacon and onions, going to taste delicious. But Brussels sprouts, get over yourself. So uh, again, and I think we've established this on this podcast before. I love all of this stuff. Like I, you will be hard pressed to find a food that I'm not going to find delicious. I love Brussels sprouts. I just do a little bit of olive oil, a little bit of sea salt and some balsamic vinegar, and then roast them for about 10 minutes. And to me, I, I can make a whole meal out of them. And can you clip that in a way where it sounds like Will just said he loves eating fried shit? Yes. <laughs> Did I say that combination of words? God, the moment it leaves my mouth, I have no idea what I just said every time. Okay, so Brussels sprouts we're adding to the list. Allie, do you have a food for this list? I mean, I think hummus needs to get over itself. Like, what is? What are you? And what? What's your purpose? Okay, it's roasted chickpeas. It? Let's not be myopic here. This is a this is a staple food. Uh, it sounds for- very bland and sounds like it gives you like gastrointestinal issues so have you just had let me ask you this have you had hummus like the sabra kind i think that's the name of a a hummus company sabra sabra like that stuff is not very good however i have been at the home of a friend of mine who is uh from the middle east and they make their own hummus from scratch and it is some of the most delicious stuff i have ever had um it's incredible again i love love my ass some hummus now there's different because i've never i've never had i've never had hummus before this is me just judging without knowing what it tastes like it's just (laughs) more like just the thought of hummus it's just the thought of it like what do people do people dip it with crackers do you eat it with bread i just feel like there are better foods to put on okay these are all very easily like you can Google any of this right now. You're just coming in hot. You are such a Stugatz right now. Holy shit. Uh, so I've never had it before, but what do you even eat it with? Uh, like uh, lots of stuff. Uh, pita bread is is deli- warm pita bread with some really good homemade hummus is just, it's incredible. But let me keep up for her because um, even though I like hummus, um, it, it did get this like overwhelming uh you know, everything had to be hummus yeah. and uh, oh, hummus right. and this and hummus. Yeah. So I think, I think, although she's never had it, I think she tries it. She'll like it. Um, it, it just has to get over itself because it's just, you know, chickpeas and garlic and, and, you know, uh, pureed and, and there you go. And some like tahini, she was saying, I think some sesame, yeah, tahini, tahini yeah, yeah. that's right. That, that, uh, what is that? Sesame seed. Sesame uh, seed, some, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. And there are much better things to dip, dip your, you know, a chip or something. Although, you know, hummus and pita go very, very well. Hand in glove. Have y'all ever had chocolate hummus? Oh my oh. God. I, okay. I, I, I know what hummus. it sounds like. I, I know it sounds, sounds it's, absolutely it's a hot dog topping. It is a hot dog topping. Yes. I, I honestly, I would put it on a hot dog in a heartbeat. Um, I tried it. I thought it was going, I, I didn't, well, I didn't know what I thought it was going to be. It, it tastes like cake batter. Like, you know how you can make brownies with like black beans as like a replacement for, for, um, uh, 
what is it? What does that replace in brownie batter? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Basically, you can make you you can you can uh, make brownies with black beans, and you can't taste the black beans at all. It just it gives it this amazing consistency. It turns the hummus that texture into like cake batter, and it it tastes like you're eating cake batter, and it's not healthy for you in any way, shape, or form. But because it's got hummus in the title, it makes you feel like you're eating something not uh, you know as awful for you as cake batter. Uh, y'all got to try that. Look for it at your local Publix or wherever you're at. Um, I'm trying to think of a food for this list because I love all foods so freaking Apparently, much. it's black beans. Get the fuck out of my brownie. <laughs> Wait, what now? No no black beans should go in brownies and no substitutes. What the fuck? So White I beans can't... only for you, Schweitz? <laughs> yeah, Schweitz, Schweitz is going to add like everything to this list. Based on his eating habits. I know. I'm just going to stay out of this list. What I will say, though, is restaurants that can't make simplified options for people who get dragged there by their wives' friends, get over yourselves. Make something simple okay. that I can eat. It's awkward. Okay. So so you're talking about like when restaurants refuse, when, when they say the chef doesn't allow for substitutions or you can't alter this meal? Yes. Has that... You, have need, you... you need like an adult version of the kids' menu. <laughs> Well, I, 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 craft mac and cheese and chicken nuggies. Oh, I order off the kids' menu. Just... Schweitz. <laughs> Schweitz. We need to crowdfund you like a psychologist or something to help you with your food hangups, buddy. Or you just need to get COVID so you can't smell or taste anything. And then just have. I've, I've thought about that. Like, man, I'd eat so much healthier. I'd lose so much weight. Oh, man. Dude, would uh, so would you like HelloFresh or one of those like box things where you can't, you just have to make it? Allie, you were talking, you just mentioned like an adult version of the kids menu. Um, there's a restaurant here that we go to pretty regularly called Rucker John's and they do a chicken tender platter. And it is the most, it's like chicken tenders that are dipped in almost like a tempura or like a croissant batter. And it is the most incredible thing. It's what I get every single time. It's the only place I ever order chicken tenders from. Uh, but it's kind of, they, they kind of have that where they do like very gourmet versions of kind of, and they do the waffle fries on the side. Um, and, and they have that kind of adult kids menu vibe to it, but it's some of the best food I've ever had. Um, and they've also been around for like 25 years. So that's how, you know, you know, a place knows what they're doing. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I feel you on that Schweitz. I'm going to pick bacon. Bacon can get over you. itself. I, I absolutely love bacon, but this trend that's that uh, it, it it's kind of died to be fair. It's kind of subdued itself over the past few years. But this trend where like bacon was everywhere and every restaurant was just adding bacon to you could get you could order like, you know, as an appetizer, you can spend seven dollars on like eight slices of bacon and like a little martini glass or some shit. Uh it, it's it doesn't make every meal better there are other flavors in the world besides pork fat you know what i mean like i i love bacon again i will eat an entire pound of it if you give me the option but you don't have to add it to everything is all i'm saying you know like like let's let's uh, uh if, unless your name is schweitz let's act like adults here like let's let's broaden our palate um and and kind of have a, a little more variety to our diets is all i'm saying 
I had bacon with our club sandwiches tonight. I'm having bacon in my Alfredo tomorrow, and I plan on making Whoa, candy bacon. Fuck? Oh, okay, candy bacon. And vanilla air ice cream. Candy I've never tried it in the air fryer. fryer. I usually just bake it, but I'll want to try it in the air fryer. But yeah, brown sugar Ooh. with bacon. Oh, oh vanilla yeah, ice cream is so good. That, see, that's bacon, incredible. I'm having bacon that. this week. <laughs> so, so that that candied bacon is amazing um i you know I, I do weddings so i get to to enjoy cocktail hour quite a bit and anytime they have candied bacon is is like a godsend like i'm ready to refund the couple the money that they paid me just so i can eat my weight in candied bacon um but bacon in your alfredo yeah chicken spinach and bacon mixed with um alfredo and i don't use huh. fettuccine noodles i just use spaghetti noodles because they taste better with heavy cream and a lot of like grated and shredded Parmesan and Italian blend cheese. Wait, why does the spaghetti noodles taste better than the better? I just than think the it tastes better. Like the feta, I just don't like fettuccine noodles. There's the whatever's with it. Fettuccine noodles. There you go. Fettuccine noodles. Get over yourself. Wait, what? Okay, Aunt, you're the resident Italian. Uh, what is the difference between spaghetti and fettuccine noodles? Aren't they the same there's, thing? There, there's no difference. It's just no, that so she doesn't know how to cook they're them. round. <laughs> so they're, they're long and they're round. A fettuccine noodle is like a rectangle. They're flat. Right. They're yeah, flat. they're flat. Yeah. They're not right. They're not round. And so the water gets <laughs> Allie more said a rectangle. That is the longest rectangle. The longest, skinniest the longest rectangle skinniest of all time. I just feel like the water absorb absorbs more in a spaghetti noodle than a fettuccine noodle and i just think that maybe the texture could throw off and fettuccine has that like what is it that's like powdered on there for the fettuccine noodles that you get in Publix. there's something that's on a fettuccine noodle I that just throws know. it off i just think... think the the texture when it comes okay. to the water now, now in the noodle texture is is a weird thing when it comes to eating food because the psychology of texture will make something taint tastes completely different i do understand that however i think you might be being a victim of this right now because i'm pretty sure they are literally like they have a machine that spits out the spaghetti ones like it all goes into one contraption the same ingredients and it spits out every shape imaginable and that's pretty much it the dyes are different that that's about the only difference and i would add the cooking time so if you're if you're if your noodles are bloated or whatever um, and they have different cooking times. So spaghetti, angel hair, even the different numbers of spaghetti um, will cook, you know, uh, uh, the thinner it is, you'll need less time to cook. So if your fettuccine is cooking, uh, you know, uh, just refer to your box for, for the instructions. But uh, Allie just likes a wet noodle. She doesn't cook the fettuccine. <laughs> so how many times do you guys break your spaghetti before putting it in the pot? Zero. Zero. One. I usually put it in the food processor for just a very light uh, food processor for about 30 seconds. Smoothie? Yeah. Yep. Spaghetti smoothie. I think the, the first time I saw my wife break the pasta because the pot was small you divorced and she made spaghetti. And I was like, I was horrified. I was so horrified. Why? Why does it matter? Because I'm not a four-year-old who needs a noodle that's three that's right. long. But it fits in my mouth easier. It's like, that, okay, yeah, that's what, so no, many I'm things fit in your mouth easier. <laughs> why don't you, okay, why do you cut your steak up? Why don't you eat it with your hands? Who says I don't? I'm like, I smitty. didn't. I pick up a fork and I just gnaw around the edges. Like, do you twirl like, uh, your smitty. noodles or do you chop them? I cut them up. Yeah, that's what I, I chop mine. Exactly. I like my spaghetti, the smaller... The smaller size of the noodle, the better. Ali, I'm with you. I'm so with oh, you. We got the Italian and then the Dujin, uh speaking <laughs> on these things. And let me tell you that 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 breaking of the noodle, that's a no-no. 
as a Eugene, let me tell you. And number doesn't two, do anything. Number game. two, it's also like anybody who eats their pasta with a spoon. Oh my God. Talk about get over yourself. Use your, eat your, your spaghetti a spoon? with a fork. Yeah. You know, they kind of, what the it. fuck is this lady in the tramp or some shit like i've not only seen that in cartoons people do Ladies that in, real in the life. tramp can't use silverware what say that again <laughs> they, they can't use silverware they have paws oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 oh yeah that's true that's, that's why true. they that's why they roll the the meat oh yeah nose. oh that's right what am i thinking of then Sorry, Schweitz, that could, you completely confused me, and I'm the idiot here. Of course, they didn't use silverware. What I've only—I swear to God, though—I've only seen that in, uh, like cartoons and stuff. Sometimes Have you ever been super lazy and just ate all the spaghetti with just a spoon and no fork? No. Oh. No. Mm-mm. But I want to go with... back to breaking up the pasta for a second. I feel like the longer noodle does a better job of sopping up the sauce, whatever it mm-hmm. is. And so you get a better bite of pasta when you do it. Uh, this is like, there is not going to be any difference whether the pasta is 12 inches long or six inches long when I use a fork and, and, ha- and take a bite of it. There's just wrong, not wrong. going to be any difference. Wrong. It's when you're twirling it. Like if you twirl it. I don't like twirl a, a- it. What do you what do you mean you don't tour? How do you get it onto the fork? You, you, just like a, you cut it. You cut it in the small pieces, then you just like poke it with your fork and exactly. Then you eat it. So like oh I God, just I'm like muting I, all of you. <laughs> <laughs> I just I like I, I I usually have it on a bowl in a bowl and I just like pull some towards the edge and then like and, and then take the side of my fork and like slice through the noodles and then take a bite. <laughs> so you eat okay. it like mac and cheese. So- yeah, fuck so, yeah. Okay, so you exactly. break it in half? Like, just give me macaroni, half. honestly. Like, bullshit-ass. You want to talk about some, uh, noodle. That tastes different, right? Or, so, or some, uh, <laughs> what's the what's the rigatoni? rigatoni? Is that the is that the long or, like, the penne pasta? Yeah, the penne, yeah. Yeah, like, you want to talk, okay. Or the so curly why don't, the cavatappi. Why don't we use those for spaghetti if we're talking about stuff that holds sauce? We Wagon wheels. That's why you do. That's why you make baked ziti or you use rigatoni right. or you use capitelli. As- Buca de Beppo yeah. has an amazing spicy rigatoni. What'd you just call Shout it? Shout out to Buca de Beppo. Buca de Beppo. <laughs> I've heard, I've, I've heard, is that a restaurant in? It's, a, it's like a family style chain restaurant. I think okay. the nearest one for okay. you is Charlotte. Cool. It's good though. Um, Okay. <laughs> I'm outnumbered. I don't even know where to go from there. I'm with you, Will. <laughs> We're in this uh, together. Hell yeah. He's okay. I'm the deciding vote. So uh, what what other topics we got? John, what'd you have this week? Uh, I guess I just wanted to give, I didn't have a topic so much, but I wanted to give a little praise to, um, to Smetty and, uh, or Sugats or whatever you want to call her. Um, I think she was, she's, she's finding her, she's finding her rhythm. She's getting in there. Some of the word wordplay that she had, uh, uh, yeah, it was this week, was 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 great. She was hit with the loser game show sound, but I think I think that was uh, excessive. I I really liked it, and I think she gets a lot of a lot of um, bad PR from from especially people in our chats. But I don't know. I I think she's 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 starting to to come to come together and and uh, hit. Her I completely stride. agree. I honestly, if so. I think we've talked about this before. It has got to be one of the most intimidating things in the world to enter into a fandom as a new voice 
and to be put on air. And suddenly you have to find a rhythm and a chemistry with these people who uh, their fans don't ever want change. I remember when Tony showed up and how hated he was. Um, when Chris Whittingham uh, started becoming a more on-air personality, everybody hated his guts. Basically, anytime there is uh, a slight change to the the ingredients to the show the fans absolutely despise them and it's just got to be intimidating in general if i was her i would be gunning for the loser game show sound as often as possible because i think that is one of the funniest things you can be hit with particularly if you're trying to make bad jokes uh like i i i I love it every time somebody gets hit with one. and uh, But yeah, I agree with you, John. I think she's uh, been finding her, her voice a lot better lately. So I commend her as well. The other thing I think she runs into is she's the first female voice really since Allison. And yes. Allison, while didn't want to be on the air, didn't want to talk, didn't want to That's be in video. That's a very good that, point. Very she good was point. beloved by the fan base because whenever she came on, it would be like, they would love it. So I feel like she's also fighting that battle of trying to, you know, she's a Vimo voice, right. not replacing another voice, but she's also the youngest one now. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's another huge thing is like, is, is she's the youngest. She's younger than Whittingham, right? Yes. So now, now she's the youngest. She's the only female, vo- regular female voice, like part of the shipping container. Uh, and she's the new kid. So and like she's that like is half Dan and Stu's age. Yes, exactly. So like <laughs> she's she's got a lot working against her, and I wish people would give her more time to kind of find her her place and her role. And uh, I I like her a lot. Like I I, I think she's she's been great so far. Um, uh, I've appreciated her her silly jokes and stuff. She's also from the Midwest, which, which you know, is, is sometimes a little clashes a little bit with that whole South. Another Beach, good, another um, good point. Yeah, I thing, didn't think but, about that. But it's still, it's still, she's she's going to be fine, and and uh, I I like the addition. Excellent. Also, I excellent. feel like as the shipping container has grown up from being sort of young and single to now they're all married, they all have kids. It's now another single voice back in the thing that gives a different perspective on just different things, not even being young, just being single versus, you know, married with one or two or more kids kind of thing. That's a man. Y'all are making very great points that I hadn't even considered when it, uh, when it comes to her having to fit into the show. Um, it's awkward as hell. I think I read a tweet the other week that said something to the effect of like, uh, it's super awkward on your first day at a new job why is that basically it was asking like why is it weird to be new at a job like it is one of this like most uh uh awkward things you can go through as an adult is to start a job somewhere right and and it shouldn't be it it doesn't make any sense whatsoever like I'm new here. Of course, I don't know shit. You know, like I, you don't want to ask anybody anything. Like, like where where stuff is at, or like ask for help or anything. It's very intimidating. I could not imagine being on air to hundreds of thousands of people today, and also learn how to do your job at the same time. Uh, that's that's a a level of stress that I don't know that I would handle very well. 
Do you think it's more awkward than being uh, sung happy birthday? Sung happy birthday. Because that, that's always just awkward when, when you're the center of attention. Everyone's singing okay. at you. And... Okay, I see what you're saying. Um, Yes, I do think. I, I, yes. As far as the scale goes, I do think it would be more awkward than that. But not not by much. I, I agree with you, Schweitz. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Anybody else got anything uh, this week? Topic, Schweitz, go ahead. So two things. First off, uh, if you listen to today's show, you heard a new song. So I just wanted to shout out Steve Arduini, Stupid Steve. With okay, awesome... okay, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to interrupt you right there. So first of all, Steve, I know you're listening. You're stupid. You're stupid. You're handsome. Uh, and I love your wife a lot more, but... Team Cat. Uh, okay. Your song was excellent, Steve. I just want to, just want to get that out of the way. Absolutely excellent. Motherfucker, how did you get written up in the big lead? There is an article on thebiglead.com about Steve's song. What is going on? I just replied to that dude, Kevin something. I don't know. I'm convinced Steve and this dude went to college or some shit. And Steve is playing like an elaborate prank on everybody. Like, it's an excellent song, Steve. I love it. Like, it was a great choice. The lyrics are hilarious. You did an excellent job singing it. Um, and this is from the guy who, uh, <laughs> don't want to toot my own horn too much, but I, I, I wrote a theme song for like six months, okay? How did you get a write-up in the big lead? I don't understand how this happened <laughs> at all. Does anybody what is the else... big lead? The big lead, it's like a sports website. Like, it's okay. a very heavily trafficked a uh, sports website and this dude wrote a uh, a whole article uh about steve's song and, oh, flat and brother for sure it's gotta be right like i'm i'm not crazy for thinking this nope okay all right we need a tony an equivalent of tony within our group to get to the bottom of this absolutely do some investigative do. journalism absolutely do sorry Schweitz, Greg, I you know be completely. like a, a dog on a you know, what a bone on a dog on a bone with this a bone on a dog is a very <laughs> yeah. different thing <laughs> I don't remember how it went. <laughs> a bone on a dog is when they hump your pillow, I think. Um, oh. Schweitz, I completely uh, steamrolled your your topic. I apologize. Sorry. No, I had that, to get that out of my fine. system. I, I just wanted to shout that out. Good song choice. Very yeah. nostalgic. 100%. Uh, and uh, the other thing was Mike Ryan the last few weeks has been crushing it with impressions. Yes. Uh, Zagaki, <laughs> Zazlo, Mike Glennon. Just uh, one Gary Michael Capetta. Job. Gary Michael Capetta, yes. Yeah, yep. <laughs> just just wonderful all around. I just want everyone's feedback on um if they've been enjoying it, what what have they liked? Because I don't actually Corn know. Elder. Yeah, I just watched yes. that clip. Let me see Quarium. I just watched that clip for the first time. I just like watched somebody because like I don't actually know what any of these guys sound like. I just get I get the joke. So I just laugh along with it. But like nope. I never I just watch it for the first time. It's it's perfect. I've never heard the uh, the actual call before. Like in my mind, that's exactly what went down during that Notre Dame Miami game. Mm -hmm. uh, like like that's 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 canon to me. That's head canon. Before we get before we get to that, how great would it be if Steve wins a suey before Flem? <laughs> oh my God! Uh, if if there is a God, that'll happen. Right? Um, yes, yes, that would be incredible. Um, I am now rooting. Okay, guys, we have to campaign 
We have to campaign. Get Steve this a Suey. has to be a thing. Get Steve a Stu- uh, Wait, goddamn, that's hard to say. Get <laughs> Steve a Suey. Get, get Steve, Steve a Suey. Get Steve a Stiffy.com. It's about to buy a, a web uh, website as soon as we leave here. Get Steve a Stiffy.com. Oh man. Okay. Yes, we have to. We have to campaign for this uh, all year long over the the next twelve months. Uh, yeah, they haven't announced the the winners of this year's Suey, right? They might oh, have they forgot haven't. about it's it. Like they just sort of forgot. <laughs> they also forgot to put up some of the polls too. So that's true. I guess the uh, the the content, the actual like time consuming content is in the nominees because they get to just play everything uh and and it takes up time on the podcast so they get to to you know not have to produce as much that week Um, listen to me making it sound like these guys like took a week off or some shit like that's a lot of time and editing and putting putting sound files together um i know they put a lot of hard work into that I played Longstat of the Day for my wife without giving her any context to what it was. Why would you do that? She, she divorced was getting, you? She was getting so angry because it just kept going. It like <laughs> to her to her, like she can't she you know, she was just every time Poppy talked, she's like, What what's going on? And then <laughs> Your poor wife, God. Isn't she a lawyer? And then it got to the end and the choir started and she's like just just looking at me so confused and then it was over she's like why did you play that i'm like because i like the song That's is this a lawyer she she served you papers by the time the song was done yeah, uh she would she would never <laughs> Woo! all right uh shots fired yeah so that we're gonna like a challenge we're I gonna leave I just, <laughs> you're my brother uh all right ladies and gentlemen friends and family thanks for uh stopping by midweek mentions this week uh tune in next week to find out whether schweitz is divorced or not um after forcibly playing his wife the long stat of the day uh schweitz where can we find you on twitter you could find me at schweitz that's it no a y a y Okay, I'm I'm not gonna have to drag your Twitter handle out of you. Did you Nobody forget? Actually, cares what my Twitter handle. Is. <laughs> okay. All right, at Schweitz underscore a y, right? Yes. Okay. Thank you. All right, you're welcome. You can Jeez. catch me on the Daily Zeitgeist. <laughs> Dropping fire AKAs. Uh, Allie, where can we find you on Twitter? You can find me mourning the career of JJ Reddick. Oh, I'm so sad. R.I.P. God, people were tweeting about him like he died or something. It like, is. The he dude... retired four years too early. He's oh, the how, best Duke wait, player in how history. Many, how many Stan seasons Van... has he been in the league? Like 15. Okay, good Lord. I'm sorry. But Stan Van but... Gundy, old SVG, held him back in Orlando for those six or seven years. Sat him wow. on the bench. Okay. They went to the finals fired. and they lost. All right. He Hope held we... him back. Hope we don't still, ever try no again. SVG still mad about SPG. Still mad at him over that. No Hope slander, we don't. No Missy JJ, no love your podcast. Love his nuggets. Hope we don't try to get a stand on the the podcast anytime soon. Or Ali <laughs> fucked that one up for us. And where can we find you on Twitter? At Stiano, S T A I A N O. Excellent. Thank you, Ant, for doing that professionally and in a timely manner. And not. I'll try. Uh, <laughs> here's here's my middle finger. Oh my God, Schweitz. John, where, where, John, where can we find you? At Papo Johns. At Papo Johns. Spell that for us. P A P O J O N S. 
Excellent. And you can find me at Jort Center Pod on Twitter. Uh, that's my other podcast um, that I do with people that's not about jorts necessarily or uh, Sports Center. Um, and, it's or you can find to hear Stephen Tyler's biography. Oh, yes. Yeah, it is. We read an excerpt from Steven Tyler's biography every week. Um, and shit's getting weirder and weirder every episode. <laughs> I don't, I'm very uncomfortable. Every time we read a portion of it, I feel like I need an adult in the room. Um, or you can find me at Waffle House on Twitter. Follow the show account at Lauer After Hours on Twitter and Instagram. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars.